Hey, everybody, if you want to tell the world something or sell the world something, head on over to Squarespace because they're going to help you build the website of your dreams. Say you want to sell some custom merch. Well, you can set up your online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. So go to squarespace.com stuff right now and you will face a free trial. And when you get ready to launch, use our offer code stuff and then you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. How could you go wrong with Squarespace? Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. With me, as always, is Charles W. Chuck Bryant, flying by the seat of our pants. Right, Chuckers? Speaking of flying, you're like, let's go, let's go. i got to go to New York. Yeah. <laughs> it's your birthday tomorrow. Uh, it is. Happy birthday. This will be after the fact, of course. I can't believe you're bringing this up. So you got a little uh, birthday trip planned. That's very nice. You and me take me to New York. Nothing like a uh, weekend in New York to no, they're definitely celebrate not. anything. I'm very excited about it. Cool. I'm I'm giddy. Well, you should be. Yeah. And we were just in New York. But Where it wasn't staying? quite the same. Uh, Yumi didn't come with, did she? No, no, no. Um, we are staying at a friend's place. Oh, okay. Fortunately, um, we have some friends in Brooklyn. At, uh, well, should you say his name? <laughs> at Adams? Yeah, at Adams. Yes, House? Okay. at Adams. Cool. Tell yeah. Adam I said hello. Yeah, I will. Adam and Serena's now. Oh, well, good for them. That's a lot of info. <laughs> Might as well give out their address, social security number, that kind of thing. Right. Um, Chuck, we should probably get started, right? Yeah, let's do it. You enjoy a good sweat, right? <laughs> that has been determined. You, you know, you know about sweating. Actually, I hate a good. I I, I hate a good sweat. Do it you? Plagues me. I wouldn't call it plague. I think you have it under control. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm in the steam room, I love a good sweat or the sauna. Yes, that's when you're supposed to sweat. I like it too. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I'm totally with you. Like this summer's been particularly hot down uh, here in Atlanta. Awful. I don't know if you noticed. And like, I'm at this point. There's this boiling point, I guess, that I've been hovering around for like the last four weeks. Yeah. Where like, if I think about it, I can make sweat just like burst out from under my my um my pecs. It's so awful. And like all over my stomach, there's like a sweat trail, mm-hmm. uh, a, a horizontal one. That I constantly have. I'm and getting like get, skin tags probably. Right. And then if you get the nerves, you get both kinds of sweat, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Because there's two different kinds of sweat glands. Do you want to just talk about sweating first and then go into this? Yeah. How okay. about that? Let's, let's do that, Chuck. There's, you know, the average person has like four million sweat glands all over their body. You okay. have like eight. I, I buy that. <laughs> right. And they're, they're divided into two types. Ecrine and uh, porcine? <laughs> <laughs> Close. Ecrine and uh, apocrine? Yeah. Epocrine. Epocrine? Uh, Ecrine and apocrine. Yeah, I think crin. You say, you know. Yeah, don't sing that. So, um, 
the 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 are both sweat glands, and you would think that you'd have you know like they'd all provide one function. They don't. You would be wrong. That's right. So eccrine sweat glands, I think, are more predominant. I think there's more of them. Yeah, because they cool you down. Yes, that's their that's what they're charged with. Is they don't cool me down, or else uh, actually I don't know. No, Maybe do. I'd be like really really hot. If <laughs> you I would didn't be sweat dead. Like I did. You I would, would be, be dead. dead. Your thermostat is set high. And it's your hypothalamus, by the way, yeah. that controls your body temperature, right? Mm-hmm. It gets uh, messages, say, from like your skin right. that things are hot, and your hypothalamus is like, oh, well, I better activate the eccrine sweat glands. And humidity, I reckon, too, because that's what kills me. Well, humidity kills you because it keeps you from sweating. Not me, man. No, it does. It, it kills you. It keeps you from cooling off, I should say. Oh, it keeps the, the sweat from the evaporating. Sweat is, yeah, so, okay. so it's like gets backed up. Yeah, but it can be like... 60 degrees and humid, and I'll sweat. Yeah. The worst is when you get out of a shower and you start sweating immediately. Oh, like you go to the gym and the shower didn't take. Right. Yeah. Right. Man. I think that's a Seinfeld reference, too, actually. Is it? Yeah, George. Okay. He had a shower that didn't take. Yeah, okay. That that rings a bell. Yeah, so, I'll take an ice-cold shower after the gym, and it's still yeah. just sweat. Well, it takes a little while for your hypothalamus to be like, oh, okay, it's cooled down. Yeah. Right, so um, your hypothalamus, if it detects that your body temperature is getting too high mm-hmm. and needs to cool down, it um, it sends a message to your eccrine sweat glands that says, "Start sweating, boys," and it's a different type of sweat that you're sweating than um, the stuff that comes out of the apocrine glands, right? Yeah, it's mostly uh, salty salt water, basically. Yeah, or water and salts, but mixed together, you have salt water and electrolytes. Yeah, have you seen Idiocracy? I have. Have you? You didn't like it, you said. No, I thought it was good to a point, but the One Joke Premise movie kind of got stale for yeah. me. I liked it. But yeah, okay. But we did manage to work a movie into a sweat <laughs> That's podcast. Right. Uh, the other kind, Chuck, is apocrine. Yes. And that is uh, usually in the... F- well, uh, is it usually in the face, the face. axilla, and breast, like the- just period, or with this condition? That's where it's most heavily concentrated. Period. Yes. Okay, and the axilla is under the armpit. Yes, that is your armpit. Well, yeah. Your axillae. Yeah, it's not under the armpit. No. <laughs> There's nothing under the armpit. No, it's just dead space there. That's right. Um, and uh, remember when we talked about uh, deodorant versus antiperspirant? Yes. Classic SYSK episode? Oh, that's a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Well, we talked about sweat then, too, and apocrine sweat glands produce the kind of sweat that makes you stink, Right. Right. So if it's just salt and water coming out of your eccrine sweat glands, that's not going to smell. Sweaty palms, they're not going to stink. Right. No, they don't. You know, there's a, I mean, there's over, I think, hyperhidrosis, period, but then some people get it so bad in their hands, you know, they have surgery. Yeah, well, that's as, that's as far as we've ever progressed with um, the treatment of sweating, of any kind of sweat problems. It's like destroying the sweat gland? Removing them, yeah. getting rid of them altogether. Or, yeah, going in with like a laser, like pew pew. Yeah, I don't get the palms. It's just, it's my head and face, which is an awesome place to sweat. <laughs> well, your palms are very hairy. I imagine if they weren't, they would, uh, <laughs> oh boy. They would, they would be far more, far sweatier. <clears throat> okay. Um, so with the apocrine sweat glands, you're sweating out water. That's the vehicle that's actually moving the stuff, like fats, um, the waste byproducts of metabolism. Just basically, it's a way to evacuate stuff from your cells 
outside of it's a disposal system. Yeah, it sounds gross so when you say fats and wastes. Right. Well, coming through your skin. Yes. And those don't stink in and of themselves. It's the bacteria right. on your skin, the local f- flora? Mm-hmm. No, the local fauna. Um that eats those fats and then creates the stink as a, as a excrement. And so you stink because of bacteria excrement. That's what it is. Yeah. So you've got both of these and both of them are capable of a condition, a very, very strange condition, called uh, chrome hydrosis. I'd never heard of this. And I would—I thought I knew everything about sweating. And the reason I didn't know anything about it is because it is really, really, really rare. Yes. Like well, this is the alien hand syndrome of bodily fluids, I, I would say. Yeah, of sweating, at least. Of sweating. There's a lot of weird bodily fluids <laughs> going on. Syndromes. Yeah. Uh, this is when, drum roll, although you know the title... Is when your sweat is colored. Yeah. And I thought I had it bad. But no, at least I'm not imagine? sweating green. That's really what it is. This um this condition, chromohydrosis, is um painless. It doesn't lead to any other conditions. It's benign. Uh, it's totally benign. Yeah. It's strictly embarrassing. It's it's debilitating, I imagine. It's, I mean you can't wear certain clothes. You certainly can't wear white because all of a sudden like you have two large orange circles where your nipples are. Yeah, because you know? that's one place where, uh, especially, uh, the apocrine version takes yeah. place is um, very typically under the armpit and at the breast. Right. And, and one of the reasons why, um, you can remember that apocrine sweat glands are around your nipples because they are eventually converted into, um, cells that deliver milk uh-huh. when you're, when you're lactating. Right. Well, not you. But, you know. I told you I had a friend that lactated a guy. That's right, you did. <laughs> so apocrine can turn into lactating cells. Right. That's why they're around the nipple, right? Yes. And apocrine, if you have this uh, form of uh, chrome, chrome hydrosis, mm-hmm. you will sweat yellow, green, blue, black, or brown. Yes. And why? Specifically. Um, because the culprit here is something called lipofuscin. I don't know if it's lipofuscin or lipofuscin. It's like lipid, like fat. Yeah. It's a, it's a type of fat that's been oxidized. Yeah, and it and produces it a pigment. Color. Yeah. And there you have it. I mean, it's pretty simple, actually. Yeah, mystery solved. Mm-hmm. So um, if you come to your physician and say, hey, man, why are my nipples orange, producing orange sweat, or blue, or green, or yellow? Yeah. Um, he's going to say, I have a pretty strong idea that it's apocrine chromohydrosis. I would say right away. That yeah. would be... My, I saw the orange lady. Did you see her? The uh, I saw a PowerPoint someone had The done. nurse? Uh, I, was she a nurse? Was no, she the I orange? No, I guess she wouldn't. No, orange. So this is such a rare condition, I don't know if we've said, that I, whoever you're talking about, mm-hmm. it was probably the first case ever documented, and that was like 2008. Maybe, because it was a, a PowerPoint that some, I guess, physician had done, and it showed, she, you know, her face was blacked out, but it showed pictures of like her stained brassiere and T-shirts, mm-hmm. and it was just like... I can't imagine that. I, I feel awful enough as a sweater. Right. I mean, you're a sweater plus color. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just fascinates people. You can't you can't fault somebody when they're like, "Why is what's going on?" Yeah, yeah. You know. But I'm sure that happens a lot. Like all you do is explain away, like, "Oh, I have this weird condition where I sweat orange." Well, apparently, with um the this nurse that I mentioned, uh, I think she was like 26 or something like that. She spent five months wondering what the heck was going on before she went and saw treatment she had no idea and i can't imagine sweating something yeah, go right away and waiting like five months before finally going to a doctor yeah for red sweat 
Yeah. Like I'm one of those guys who will like put off going to the doctor forever. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Uh, but red sweat would get me in there. Yeah. Have you seen the Gatorade commercial? Yeah. Where people sweat colors? Yeah. I'm sure that's not what they were, they weren't like, they should have had a tag at the end. To not like a, not not chromohydrosis. Yeah, exactly. To yeah. not offend like the five people in the world <laughs> that have this. So, um, Chuck, uh, the, the, we were saying like if you come in and your doctor sees that you have like blue uh, sweat coming out of your nipples, mm-hmm. they're gonna think it's apocrine chromohydrosis. You can prove definitively that it is by um, holding a black light up to the yeah. sweat because the um, li- the lipofuscans phosphoresce. What's right. it called? A wood a woods lamp? I'd never heard that. Mm-hmm. I just called it a black light. Yeah, because you know you have a basement. Yeah, and I went to Spencer Gifts when I was thirteen. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Do you have any woods lamps? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's apocrine chrome hydrosis. Acrine chrome hydrosis is also uh, equally well explained. It's always a foreign object, like a dye or yeah. something that a person's ingested that somehow gets into the eccrine sweat glands and then is is um, produced. Right. Because the one common thread between these two is that the pigment is produced in the sweat gland. Yeah, that's important because uh, if you're a miner or a copper miner, sometimes you'll get a mineral mix with the sweat once it leaves the skin and it'll turn it what, right. blue. Blue for copper, yeah. Right. Um, but Which is not to be confused with the blue man who no. uh, who had who took too much... Some kind of copper, colloidal silver. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Wasn't he a senator or something or a congressman? <laughs> was he really? The, one of the guys turned he, silver. He. Oh, and this guy was blue. He looked like a blue Santa Claus. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, from too much colloidal silver. So, uh, yes, if you have uh, pseudochromhydrosis, it means that you're sweating a normal color or uh, colorless sweat, but it's reacting with something on your skin to produce. Yeah, and they say get out of the copper mine and right. it'll stop eventually. Right. Stop rubbing. You know, pigment on yourself. Right. Um, but uh, with eccrine chrome hydrosis, um, you're you're producing pigmented sweat and then sweating pigmented sweat. But it's it's not from lipofuscans. It's from something else. And that nurse that I was talking about that waited five years, mm-hmm. uh, and I think this was in the mid '90s, the late '90s. Um, she sweat red, and her um, physicians took some samples of, you know, her regular sweat. Mm-hmm. And you know, compared it to the substance they found on her clothes, and said, "Yeah, you you've got chromhydrosis, and we think it's eccrine." And um, well, it would have to be because it wasn't yellow, green, blue, black, or brown, right? Well, yeah, but we know so little about this that sure. if somebody start, if somebody presented with a case of red apocrine um, chromhydrosis, they'd be like, "Oh, okay. Well, there's this is new." Right. Right. You know, uh, because they don't understand the mechanism behind either of them. They understand what's going on. Yeah. Or they they understand how it's happening. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand what's going on. They have no idea. Yeah, and I think this like alien hand is one of those where they might be able to find out, but it's so rare. There's, it's not like a lot of funding goes into this right. for research. Right. So they just treat it. Hey there, are you thirsty? Well, before you take a sip, have you stopped to think about what's in your water? Many conventional bottled waters contain PFAS, harmful substances known as forever chemicals. But you can drink water as clean as nature intended. Richard's rainwater collects 100% pure, refreshing drops of rain. Yes, it really is rain, everybody. This rain is caught clean before it hits the ground or becomes polluted with pesticides and contaminants commonly found in groundwater. Yep, Richard's rainwater is naturally pure with no need for harsh chemicals or additives. That means no added fluoride, no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. 
and you can enjoy the clean taste of Richard's still rainwater and the long-lasting cold-pressured bubbles of Richard's sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And we even have a special offer, don't we, Josh? Yeah, text STUFF to 2512-928887, and you'll get $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's rainwater. Sip the sky. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! You know, speaking of Alien Hand, um, I found out about this thing. I, I wrote a blog on it recently about mirror dystonia. And it was like mirror neurons and alien hand mixed together, right? So, like, if you have this, your brain isn't producing proteins, this one specific protein uh-huh. that basically acts as, like, the switch. Like, when you go to pick – I'm going to pick this up with my right hand. All right. Right? So, both of your – both sides of your brain get the signal, but there's this protein that switches as, like, oh, okay, right, right hand. Right. So this protein isn't strong enough in people with mirror dystonia, so they go like this. Really? Pick up something with both hands? Both hands, yes. Or both, like if they go to take a step with their right foot, they do with their left foot too. So walking's very difficult <laughs> That's a too. jump. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? We'll have to do a full podcast on that maybe. There is not enough on it. All right. Well, that was it then. The, 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 the mini-cast. Mini <laughs> yeah. So um, Eckerin chrome hydrosis, that nurse I was talking about. Uh, she was eating some sort of, and I could never find out. What oh, I wonder the snack why you didn't was. list it. I couldn't. I thought I, it was for like, like oh boy, I can't say it was right. like a Keebler Devil's Food cake. It had a, to, it was tomato based and had paprika, and it was a prepared food that she ate as a snack constantly. So mm. the the red tomato paste and the paprika were coloring her sweat, and that's where science is baffled. They have no idea how something. Gets into the sweat can gland. get into your sweat glands. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. They also don't know why some people overproduce lipofuscans or their fats become overly oxidized in, until they become lipofuscans. Well, Ekrin is the one that you want because the treatment for that is to identify the culprit of the foreign food, or not foreign, but this whatever, the food that's discoloring your sweat and discontinuing that food. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Like, sorry, lady. That, you, you like the paprika stuff? <laughs> the lady could have been like, you know, hey, um, to heck with it. I'm going to keep eating this. It's like Forget the best this. thing I've ever eaten. Fudge yeah. that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, Chuck, if you, I guess if you're stuck with apocrine chromidrosis, right? Or you love your tomato paste, paprika flavored, whatever, prepared food product, <laughs> right? Um, that's that's my novelty throwing disc. Remember that on The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, they couldn't call it a frisbee. Right, yeah. And I don't think we can either. Sure we can. Um, if, if you like it so much that you want to uh, seek treatment 
what 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 are some of your treatment options? Uh, well, uh, there's this substance called cap capsaicin, which is the key ingredient to pepper spray, and it's a and bear spray, and it is uh, from red pepper. It's a just derived from red pepper itself, isn't it? Yeah, like red pepper flakes, pretty much. And it will burn you, I guess, if you spray it in your face. But apparently, as a cream, it can help treat uh, the African version. Right. And we should have said earlier, eccrine sweat glands are triggered by changes in body temperature sensed by the hypothalamus. Right. Um, apocrine sweat glands are triggered by emotion. Well, that's why I talked about the nerves. Right. Yeah. So um, there's this neurotransmitter called substance P that apparently is involved with... Um, the activation of your apocrine sweat glands, right? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> with uh, with capsaicin, for some reason, it blocks the reuptake of uh, substance P, yeah. which makes you sweat less. Yeah, see, mine work in concert, and I think most people that sweat more than usual work in concert because, like, you get hot, and you're like, oh, crap. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're headed to, I mean, if, if you're not doing anything important, it doesn't matter. But if you're going somewhere and you're like, oh, man, now I'm sweating. Yeah. And then the other ones kick in. Yep. It's even worse. Yeah, that used to happen to me in college. Like, I couldn't sit toward the front of the class because I really? was just too self-conscious. And I'd start to, <laughs> my scalp would start to tingle a little bit. And I'd be like, is that sweat or are there bugs jumping off my head? And it just hit this vicious cycle. <laughs> are you sure that was going on? I'm pretty sure. College, bugs jumping off your head, yeah. tingling? Okay. It could have all been some sort of dream. Uh, I also, it's funny you said tingling because, I don't know if this is true, but I did see one account that said it's sometimes associated with an aura, like a warmth or prickling sensation. What? The This condition. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And that it happens more often in African Americans, and that the youngest age they found it in was an 11-year-old. So In apocrine or ecrine? Both. Huh. Just the whole condition period, I think. I wonder if, like, these additional things, like, uh, you can sense them leaving your skin. Maybe. More than know. just sweat or the, the standard sweat. And I don't know if associated means it was, like, one of the cases or if everyone across the board said it, it was kind of hazy. Yeah. Uh, and then we also talked about um, removing sweat glands is one treatment option for hyperhidrosis and chromidrosis. Yeah, and botulinum. Yeah, Botox. Or what to be do? fair, myoblock as well. Right. Um, it's it affects it's a toxin, right? And it it affects the neurotransmitters that are involved in sweating as well. Oh, the other the other one too, which is a terrible treatment, is to express the glands. <clears throat> yeah. Because it it lasts a couple of days and like basically sweat it out. But then you yeah. got to do that it's every like, couple of days. Or you could just go to the sauna a lot. Yeah, I imagine that would help. And wear Drink maybe a like a sign around your neck that says, yes, I know, I'm sweating blue. Right. <laughs> I'm with stupid. Have you ever had to express your dog's anal glands? No, I haven't. I, um, I Someone roughly told me, I don't remember who, years ago, and I was like, I'm not doing that. They're like, well, then you have to take your dog to a groomer. And I was like, no, I don't. Yeah, Jerry, ever? No. Have you ever smelled it, anyone? Yes. It is the most distinct, awful smell on it's, the planet. There's nothing worse. And it's exactly like when you smell it, you're like, okay, that's anal gland. Yeah. Well, that's why they rub their, their bottoms. Yeah, They're yeah. expressing their own anal glands. I know. My dogs, are, they self-express. <laughs> <laughs> but you smell it when it happens, and then you see them cleaning themselves, and you're just like, all right, remember, no licks for like a week. Right. On me. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I got sidetracked. So, uh Yeah. 
I guess that's it, right? You got anything else? Dude, there's so much. I don't on this one. But there's so much sweating stuff. I personally can tell you quite a bit about sweating, sweat glands, zits, all that stuff. I spent like a couple of months just writing about this stuff for a while. Um, and this article came out of it. I wonder if I never got zits because I sweat so much. I wonder if that helps keep my pores clean or something. I don't know. Hey there, are you thirsty? Well, before you take a sip, have you stopped to think about what's in your water? Many conventional bottled waters contain PFAS, harmful substances known as forever chemicals. But you can drink water as clean as nature intended. Richard's rainwater collects 100% pure, refreshing drops of rain. Yes, it really is rain, everybody. This rain is caught clean before it hits the ground or becomes polluted with pesticides and contaminants commonly found in groundwater. Yep, Richard's rainwater is naturally pure with no need for harsh chemicals or additives. That means no added fluoride, no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. And you can enjoy the clean taste of Richard's still rainwater and the long-lasting cold-pressured bubbles of Richard's sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And we even have a special offer, don't we, Josh? Yeah, text STUFF to 2512-928887, and you'll get $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's rainwater. Sip the sky. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! It also has to do with oil on the skin, and I think you're, like, my family, none of us really got it, so I think it's hereditary to a certain degree, too, right? Uh, yeah, and I think it also has to do with uh, the degree of uh, how sensitive your skin is. Right. Well, anyway, if you want to learn about that kind of stuff and sweating and uh, read my article on chromidrosis, type sweat into the search bar at HowStuffWorks.com, and it'll bring up a ton of stuff. We should do it on acne. Okay. That's that's a big one. Yeah. I'll bet some of our um, pubescent listeners would appreciate that one, Heck huh? yeah. Am I right? Yeah. All right. Well, I said, am I right? So that means it's time for listener mail. Yeah. I'm going to, this is someone who's correcting us, and I'm just not quite sure how right she is. Mm-hmm. So we're going to discuss it. Uh, hey, guys, I'm a fairly new fan of your show, but I really enjoy every episode. I'm dying to go back and listen to the older ones, but there are so many that it's taking some time. Mm-hmm. That's true. I just listened to the recent one about America's first murderer. It was great. At the beginning, though, I think you may have confused or lumped together Puritans and Pilgrims. Uh, Pilgrims that came to Plymouth Rock in 1620 were actually separatists because they wanted to completely break away from the Church of England, whereas the large group that settled in Massachusetts, like 10 years later, was Puritan. They wanted to purify, reform the Church of England, not break away. Uh, The Puritans and separatists had some different philosophies and beliefs, 
so I think it's important to make that distinction. I am a history nerd, so I think those details are cool. Please let me know if I misheard or if I don't have my facts straight. Thank you, Rachel. I'm a history nerd, too. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I don't know the answer to that one. I looked it up, and I got a little confused, to be honest, because it was a little bit like that rectangle or square thing. Like, I think some of the separatists, or some of the Puritans were separatists, but not necessarily the other way around or something. Mm-hmm. Or pilgrim. I don't know. I got confused. Oh, so you're saying some of the pilgrims were separatists, but not all separatists were pilgrims? One I of those kind of things? I think so, but... I, I mean, I could see it. That explains why there is a, a, the word separatists and the word Puritans. Yeah. And I'm sure it describes the same group. I think I would argue, though, that um, it matters so little at this point that... we Okay, lump them together. She's saying that... I think she's saying that there were no Puritan pilgrims. Okay. And well, we'll find out. We'll either find out someone will set us straight that really knows it, or we will just say, Rachel, <laughs> thank you for the correction. Yeah. Either way. I'm going to go look. Okay. I, I can't let this rest. Let me know. Even if it doesn't matter any longer, I still need to know. And it's not like I didn't care. I did look, but it's we're busy you now. I didn't have quite enough time to fully <laughs> yeah. research it. Well, uh, okay. If you have an amazing historical fact that's been lost to the ages of time that you want to tell us about, we're very interested in that kind of stuff. Right? Right. Uh, send us an email. You totally should. You can address it to stuffpodcast at howstuffworks.com. Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join How Stuff Works staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Are you thirsty? Well, Richard's rainwater is caught clean before it even hits the ground. Rain is naturally pure, so there's no need for harsh chemicals or additives. Richard's rainwater contains no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. Enjoy the smooth, clean taste of still rainwater or the cold-pressured bubbles of sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And for a coupon, text STUFF to 251-292-8887 and receive $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's Rainwater. Hey, if you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. Use promo code STUFF20 to receive $20 off your first month for listening to this podcast. Switch now at Visible.com. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month.